Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson for Tuesday, October 16. This is lesson number four. Yesterday was uh, quite punchy. <laughs> the protection, the emphasis on it is written. I, I need to put the Word of God at the center of my life every single day. Today's lesson is entitled, For Those Who Believe in Me. It's beautiful. Actually, the first time I understood this uh, part of the prayer of Jesus in John 17, it touched my heart deeply because it, I, it dawned on me, Jesus is praying for me. He's praying for those who would, would believe in Jesus through their word. And Jesus, of course, in the immediate context, is referring to the disciples, to the apostles, that it will be through their words that others would come to believe in him. But I want to ask you, today in 2018, who is their word? Who is there referring to? When Jesus says that, I, I pray for those that would believe in me through their word. Who is there in that context here in 2018? And it just dawned on me. These words were prayed about 2,000 years ago. And through a, an unbroken chain of witnesses, their word for the centuries that kept going, the individuals spoke, individuals shared to the point where someone came and shared to you, to your parents, to your grandparents, to your great grandparents. There's this unbroken chain of witnesses that reaches down to you and me today. And now we have this choice. It was not, it's not obligatory, but in a sense, I think it is essential. It can never be done out of obligation to do, have it done right, but I think it has to be done. <laughs> and I think it's natural. If we don't resist it, if we don't make excuses for it, um, like we said yesterday, if, if the, the process of consecration and unity and being protected through the Word of God will naturally lead to us being part of this unbroken chain in which now you become part of there. Someone will say Jesus's prayer was for me because someone that believed in him shared with me their word about Jesus and now I believe in him too. And you and I are being invited to be part of that there. I wanna take a time uh, this, uh, in this episode to read to you a mission story. Um, it comes from East Central Africa, which part of our mission offering at the end of this quarter will go to help either repair structures that are in dire need of remodeling or upgrading, or build new ones, and schools for children, uh, etc. Just tremendous needs out there that sometimes we become oblivious as we only look at ours, but we can definitely be part of helping our brothers and sisters in other parts of the world. And the story that I'm gonna tell you comes from page 37 in the regular lesson. And like I said, I'm reading from the, the hard print, uh, which in the links below, you will find, you know, you can access the iOS, the web web um, version of this lesson. Um, but you can also order your own hard copy if you want to. I believe it's only $11 for a whole year. Get sent right to your home. So anyways, I'm gonna to read to you it, it, this um, mission story is entitled, The Female Bomber, Bomber, like a, as in an exploding bomb, is baptized. And of course the names have been adjusted to protect the identities of these individuals because of the part of the world that they live in. And so they, the name is given of Amina, and she was serving a five-year prison in a cell in East, Afri East Central Africa 
Um, the reason is because Amina had become part of a fundamental Muslim group that um, had trained and indoctrinated her and trained her to plot what had become a, a plan to blow up a large facility in India. She was traveling already to India to carry out this act with a conviction as she had been taught that as she would give her life for this cause, um, she would be rewarded with righteousness and eternal life in paradise. But she was caught and she was imprisoned and now she was serving time in an isolated solitary confinement cell. And the warden arranged for you know Christians to come visit these individuals and a pastor from the Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, began to visit Amina on a regular basis. And I'm just going to highlight some things that are mentioned here. This pastor, the, the mission story tells us, actually Amina tells us this in her own words, this pastor consistently prayed for her and visited her in her time of great need. Consistency and prayer, visitations. This involved investment and sacrifice. The elements of friendship, the elements of being a friend. Just like we've been talking about the cost of unity, the price tag of unity are these things. And friendship requires sacrifice. And this pastor consistently prayed and visited Amina while she was in solitary confinement. And of course, Amina at first was not happy at all. She was angry and she was angry that she was caught. She was angry that she would not get righteousness and, you know, live in paradise. We had messed up her plans. Um, by the way, that's those are my daughters <laughs> in the background. Uh, they need righteousness, too, apparently right now. <laughs> I got to pray for my wife. Anyways, um, the pastor continued to visit Amina. And at first she, she didn't even want to talk with him, but she realized this is my only way out of my isolation cell and she missed the sunshine. She missed being in nature, being outside. So she would agree to go and hear this pastor's counseling simply because she wanted to see the sunlight. And he offered the first time they went out, uh, she said, yes, I'll do it because I want to, I went out of this cell. He offered to pray for Amina and Amina refused. I do not want you to pray for me. In fact, you infidel, you should be praying for yourself. But the pastor prayed for her anyways. And I cannot tell you how many times that word comes up in this story and this mission story of this pastor praying, praying, consistently praying for her. And um, as the, the counseling sessions started to, to go, she was resistant throughout, to, throughout all of them. The pastor was called to take care of some other business elsewhere. So the visits had to stop for a time. They were paused. And... She began to miss these visits. He was kind. He, he offered, you know, hope and, and a different view of the world. And she just missed the visits. And it wasn't no, any longer just about the sunshine, but hearing what was being said to her. The pastor took a lot longer to come back than he had uh, originally planned. And she began to get, you know, a bit like anxious, like, what, is he going to come back ever? And in this interim that now weeks turned into months, she finally decided to pick up the Bible that the pastor had left for her in her cell. And as she began to read the Bible, just like we talked, you know, that it is written, the protection of the thoughts and minds, our feelings, our convictions. As she began to expose her mind to the Word of God, she began to read for herself that a lot of the things that she had been taught about God and the expectations that He has for us were not founded, were not true according to what had been taught to her. The pastor finally made it back, but not by himself. Actually, the whole 
organization in that part of the world arranged for a camp meeting to take place inside the prison. That's amazing. When I read that, I'm thinking, you know, we have camp meetings and it's not in prison. <laughs> it's not in prisons. We, we have it, you know, and it's wonderful and it's, it is a blessing for sure. Uh, I'm part of the primaries department get exercise and got to get to see little children little girls boys and girls fall in love with jesus and sing songs it is a blessing but i would have never thought of doing a camp meeting in prison but apparently in the east central africa the leaders have been given this vision to do this there and so i mean i was invited come to the camp meeting come here it's special speakers and she went not necessarily to you know out of spiritual whatever she went because she would get to socialize keep in mind she's in isolation she would get to socialize with other inmates. But she sat and listened, sat and listened, sat and listened to the words. Which brings you back to what we originally talked about in today's lesson. Jesus prayed for those that would believe through their word. Jesus had prayed for Amina. This pastor prayed the same prayer. He united his prayer to Jesus' prayer for Amina. And he spoke the words of God to her. And Amina, when they, she, she says in the story that she surprised herself. To her surprise, she didn't even realize that within her, a new desire was awakened. The Spirit of God was just drawing her through the revelation of God's character. This, this same pastor made an appeal and she responded publicly. And soon after she was baptized and she was she's still in jail but she finishes i'm going to read to her her own words is how this story ends when i get out of prison i will spend all that i have to reach my friends to reach my friends this lesson is just awesome unity takes place in the context of friendship and this woman has experienced the grace of God in her life through someone through their words Jesus's prayer is still being fulfilled today you and I believing you and I being part of this is evidence that Jesus's prayer is still being fulfilled today but the appeal of today's lesson is not simply to keep praying but to do something are you part of this chain Christian believer in America are you part of this chain are you joining now to become part of their word or will the chain end with you will the prayer of Jesus end with you it cannot not if you are going to be expected to be protected not if you want to be expected to be a agent of unity for the church it cannot you and I are invited, if we want to become converted Christians, to become part of the reality of becoming the fulfillment of that prayer that Jesus prayed, that I pray for those that will, will believe in me through their word. There today in 2018 is you and me, and you are invited. You're invited to experience the joy. I cannot tell you what this pastor must have felt as he made this heartfelt call for people to accept, to yield, to open their hearts, and to see this hardened terrorist who is going to destroy her life, to destroy the lives of others with a mistaken, skewed view of who God was, now come forward 
and give her life in such a way that she wasn't saying, I'm sure, I'm sure glad I'm saved now. It is, I can't wait to get out of here so that I will spend all that I have to reach my friends. Will you choose to be now another link in that unbroken chain that has come down to our day in history? Someone had to sacrifice. Someone had to pray incessantly for you to be where you are today, Christian believer. Will you, cho will you choose to join, to be part of this chain that will fulfill Jesus' prayer? Will you choose today to say, Here am I, send me.